Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, strong information and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Leo DiCaprio should play the riddler. Michael B. Jordan to did miss a star. Her Jake Jilly used to smoke the sweet we about to talk about bullshit pictures. Leo DiCaprio should play the riddler. Michael B. Jordan should date my sister. Her Jake Jilly used to smoke the sweet shirts. We about to talk about bullshit pictures. Welcome to the show. Podcast. Your favorite actor, that was loud, my favorite actor, our, our favorite actor. actor, all right, you know what this is, another episode of the, you know what this is, Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit, the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but get off subject and get to talking about something else, but you can almost guarantee we're going to mention individuals who make up the name of this here, excuse me, John, is <laughs> 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 Boy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Archibald, aka Young Denzel, aka Slim Nady, aka Slim Pickens, aka O'Shea Bats in the third, aka Nady Irving, aka Robert Balmain Jr., aka Fresh J. Nate, aka Belly Rollin', aka Nate Yawine, aka a Yum 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 Nighthawk Push a K Cause I push kilos Kai Dollar Sign Kayanya Fix My Life Van Zant Kai Glizzy Joaquin Pennyworth first and foremost Young Black Phillip Ooh one third of the Lucas triplets, Caramel Mom, the lost son of Kobe, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Kayanya Taylor Joy, Station Wagon K, as well as the Slide King, Chatwick Floss. DMs King, so watch out for your DMs, nah, fellas. They call me Slide King, I keep a nice pair of Nike nah. slides, Jordan slides, another pair of Nike slides, and. <clears throat> Sweet lady, oh. would you be my, be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Dang. Talk that talk, boy. That was beautiful. Hi, let's go ahead and jump into this episode. You seen any movies since the last episode? Alright, I got a little bit of notes. Well, I watched Split again. Okay. I still thought it was good. It didn't hit as hard as the first time, but I was also dead tired. <laughs> uh, but knowing what happens takes away from it a little bit. But I still enjoyed it. Those around me enjoyed it. So yeah, that's still a good. That move still holds up. Um, more importantly, 
I saw Go Go Max Steel, <laughs> aka the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> Ooh, that's uh, a good sign. Long, uh, this has been years in the making for us to finally. It mm-hmm. feels like it's been so long to finally talk about this. We've been talking about this since uh, the start of the podcast. Uh-huh. When the trailer even dropped. That's crazy. It's been a while since a movie played with my emotions like this one did. But I'm going to break it down, the whole experience, because it'll give people more perspective. Yeah, let's, let's start from the beginning, because we both saw this movie. So Let me start off with saying, first, of course, I, it was in a cinema suite. Okay. That made me know that sleep was a possibility. <laughs> Keep in mind, it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. We sit down, just to get comfortable. The regular movie trailers aren't even showing at this point. So I say, I'm going to go get Icy. The line looked long, but it wasn't too bad. Only like a few people ahead of me. When I tell you the first people in line took so long. What could you possibly do? You're not ordering food. It was like a thousand Icy's coming. (laughs) I was in shock. Uh, But I was in a weird position because I don't know... (laughs) So I leave the line, but then I get in another line. That line move off fast. <clears throat> so I went ahead and stayed in that line with my arms folded because <laughs> I was upset. <clears throat> I was texting past guest milkshakes, making sure, am I about to miss the movie? Because it felt like this was taking forever. I finally get my icy, walk in the theater, and it's on the final trailer. <laughs> Ooh, you <love> it. <laughs> yeah. I sit down. I'm ready. I eat a warm cookie that was... Smuggled in from another establishment. <laughs> That's how you gotta do it. Uh-huh. <clears throat> now we can start. Movie starts. They're showing an epilogue. Mm-hmm. Kyle considers leaving the theater at that moment <laughs> out of <laughs> disgust at what I was seeing. At least you weren't surprised because that's how all the rumor all the rumors about this movie were facts. Yep. <laughs> they every everything. I was like, okay, maybe there'll be a gay character. But a ranger dying? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Rita Repulsa being the Green Ranger? Possibility because her suit looked just like uh-huh. it. Them showing them both at the beginning with Brian Cranston being the Red Ranger? Uh-huh. I was like, maybe. These are all facts. Look how small ludicrous it is. <laughs> 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 I could not, from a distance, I was like, I don't know who that is. Who's that little boy standing beside his big wheel with that crazy shirt on? Why is he on here? What is he talking about? Yeah, Why did land on Furious 7? They got me all intrigued. Now I wish we weren't doing the podcast and the TV was off of mute. But Alright, so where were we at? Oh, so... The very beginning. Aliens that are Power Rangers. That basically. was weird. They looked <sighs> creepy. Unc- I don't know. I don't even know how to explain that. Rita, like we said, was the Green Ranger. I will say when that scene popped up, mentally in my head, it made me feel like I was about to watch that... Uh, R-rated Power Rangers, little short. That oh yeah, that, it did look like that a little bit. Had that vibe. As the Green Ranger, she kills everyone. Zordon takes one for the team and is banished to wherever they said. <laughs> now the movie really starts with the origin story of the five knuckleheads. The hour and thirty minute. Origin That's exactly story. what I told them. <laughs> hour thirty minute origin. Before the movie wraps up with some lackluster, but I'll get to that. Yeah, before we get into it, this movie is very reminiscent, origin-wise, of Fantastic Four. Absolutely. It has the same look. 
you would think the the person who uh, was a cinematographer for that movie, same cinematographer this movie. I could also see the people if you, anybody ever seen Max Still. This could be the same filmmakers behind it. That is sad. All right, but uh, I was under the assumption this is a family movie. No, they- the origin opened up with a disgusting joke about, about the cow dude uh, milking a male cow. <laughs> yeah, you open up, and wasn't that actor familiar looking? Yeah, he's on the Royal Nils. That's who it was. Huh. Oh. When I saw him, I'm I was assuming like, he tried out to be a ranger. Yeah, he tried to be something because when I saw him. I was like, oh, so maybe he's going to be his funny friend. That have nah, worked out. I was mad. All right, so, so far, besides that intro, I wasn't minding it. Uh, Zac Efron Light had a decent setup. Billy's autistic self had a decent start. Kimberly had a wobbly one. <laughs> Zach and Trini were just thrown in. <laughs> <laughs> they literally, like, we missing some. Hey, and they happen to be in the same area. Yeah, Trini's was forced. I don't know what Zach was doing at that little trailer, yeah. but I will say, whoever, whatever his real name yeah, is. Yeah, I was going to get into him. He's a Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to stop that one myself. <laughs> I'll just quickly say he's an awful actor, but that's neither. Yeah. <laughs> so, they all eventually argue with themselves, blah, blah. They find the power crystals, then training montages, discovery about themselves, fighting, whatever. But like we were just talking about, I'm gonna talk about the acting real quick. Zac Efron Light surprised me a little bit because I had such low expectations yeah. from him. He was besides R.J. Siler, who of course black guy got to be the comedic, uh-huh. uh, the comedic savior of the film. But it felt weird. It felt like we were laughing at him and not <laughs> with him. Yeah, you should have told us he was autistic. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Black Billy, as we just spoke on. William Cranston. Uh-huh. Did a good he did a good job playing the slow fellow. But him doing that clapping got real old <laughs> real quick. He seemed more autistic in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, he slowly but, started just talking like a black kid. He, he became normal when they <laughs> I were thought training. they were gonna say something about that. Yeah, like, are you sure you can be fighting Billy at, like with your get, autistic state? Like he was getting better and like his personality and stuff was gonna get better and better, but nope. I mean, yeah. When you put it, when you say that, it may- he smacked down on him. But um, it makes sense since you know he'll never be around people. Then him actually hanging around people, yeah. and getting more comfortable. Yeah, but I just thought they were gonna mention. Yeah. <laughs> um, side note: there was a scene where they said something, and Billy made it seem like he can't cuss. But later on in the movie, he cusses multiple mm-hmm. times, which is <laughs> odd. That didn't even seem like a character trait that he would have. I leaned right over to Brianna. I was like, uh, you can't say whatever word he said. He what was like douchebag or something. Yeah. Can't and say that. Can the A word, words. the S word. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Um, Kimberly, what was her name? Naomi something. Naomi Harris? Nope. Nope. Scott? Scott. She got the job done, but she was real close to me, really not liking her. Uh, Becky G also got you from here to there. Yeah, she would probably be my second least favorite, but, but Zach has such a yeah. wide margin of awful acting, it wasn't even funny. Jeremy Lin annoyed me greatly. He At first, I'm like, nah, it's just the start of the movie. Then it kept happening. Every scene. He, he was, sucked. He was bad. <laughs> was, I did not enjoy. It could have been the character as well, on top of his bad acting. 
I think it was just his bad acting. Yeah, it was that a was because little combo platter. Because he would basically be just a cockier version of what's his name, uh, Red Ranger, whatever his name yeah. is. But, Which that's a weird. They could have changed him. They, his backstory obviously was different, but yeah, mom would have some sort of sickness. I yeah. don't. The, what they didn't do was explain, which they could easily do in the yeah. sequels. But everybody's backstory, nothing was explained. It just Wha- started. Yeah, they just like they gave you like a little teaser. You're like, are right, we going to delve deeper than this? <laughs> Especially when they had that little circle where they were around the fire, which was real random. And some people didn't even tell no story. Yeah, so like that bothered me. Take that scene out. <laughs> that really bothered me. But Tommy, or whatever his name, what is his name? Jason. Yeah, J- who's Tommy? Oh, that's the Green Ranger. He ain't there yet. <laughs> Jason. Jason Frank is Tommy. He, you don't know exactly what he what he was doing to get kicked off the football team. Yeah. Mentioned like the big injury that he had with his knee, which did, I mean, I know the Stones fixed it. But don't I'll it, get in on that. <laughs> don't mention that he has some knee issues if you're just gonna quickly do away with it with some stones. Yeah, really. <laughs> and then uh Kimberly, I don't they tried to make it seem like a big deal what she went through with it the was, dude who broke up with it. It was very hard to figure out what happened yeah, until they kept talking about it. And I don't even I know looked, what was in the picture. It was supposed to be like a nasty picture. Yeah. That's what I read. They but, didn't say nothing, they just kept showing. <sighs> Yeah, it was. It was when they finally revealed that much. I was just like, "Are you serious, Trini? She just been to several thousand different schools. I don't even don't." And what she said didn't sound too awful. Yeah, three schools in three years. That's not bad. I I did that. I did (laughs) three schools in two years. (laughs) The fact that they had to announce that she was gay. When it's a toss up if she's actually gay or not, it she really is. The question: the people who announced that in real life was reaching, because two and for one, Zach was also reaching. <laughs> he said boy problems. She said yes. <laughs> Why would his follow up be girl problems? Because he heard the way she said, yeah. Hey, like, why he getting diving in to mind his business? Yeah, I thought she was going to be the one that brought it up. Yeah, nope. And then his backstory: if they mentioned what was wrong with his mom. I forgot because I it was very delicate. I believe he says something very vague. That's this movie is all about vague. Their <laughs> details were very vague. Yeah. I don't like that. All right, now still with acting on the low. Brian Cranston wasn't fantastic. Yeah, I mean, and always, he didn't even. He was just his face and talking, yeah, and somehow always, it came off the screen as, "Did you really want to do this?" Because you talked all that talk. Only so much you could do when you a freaking wall. Yeah, so I ain't gonna get on him. Elizabeth Banks acted <laughs> circles around all of them. Yeah. She was terrifying, <laughs> but her character wasn't. She should have been given more than yeah, what she. She was. looked like she could have been Pirates of the Caribbean. She really could have. And <laughs> so then Johnny Depp could have played that yeah. role. The lady. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't play Native Americans already. Native Americans, <laughs> all type of races, mm-hmm. weirdos. Of course, Bill Hader was Bill Hader, but... He was I, funny. I will say, he had some similarities to the character still in Max Still, who's the robot. So that that's just so weird that it was so super similar. Like, he was the wisecracking, knew everything robot. Maybe they got similar producers. That's what the look of it's all got that dark look. It's a PG thirteen kids movie. Maybe that's just random cuss words just for no reason. Maybe but it didn't just, bother me that much when I watched it. Maybe that's just the look 
when you try to make this type of movie, when you yeah, got like a kid thing and you're trying to make it for kids and for adults, that's just the vibe yeah. you got to go to. We want it to be darker and grounded. Make mm-hmm. the tent dark. Yeah, so the first part of the movie, dare I say, entertain me. Was it way too long? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It could have cut. If it was going to be an hour, cut that 30 extra minutes off. Yeah, when, for one, when they were figuring out their powers, I was annoyed from the jumping. Them figuring out where the what's it called was. Oh, accidentally fell in the water. Keep swimming. Was, yeah. Somehow down there, the Zords just happened to be dug underneath, just <laughs> chilling crazy. there. And then when he took, when Zach took his Zord out and was just riding all willy nilly, then somehow made it back to the the station or whatever. Simple. They said that was dumb. They can't use them until they get the... And he used it. <laughs> <laughs> with the with the with their costumes, armor, <laughs> as they put it in the movie, that just forms on their body. Why'd they make a big deal about them having to all step on that thing at the same time to get it? When Billy, Billy was just, just able to just do it. Yeah, he just showed some courage and turned them. <laughs> I was but I was trying not to nitpick seeing that I watched the original show because the original show is crazy too. Oh yeah, that. I but mean, at least on the regular show, they're athletic and they learn martial arts and stuff. That's all right. That's then you got the suit. That's your protection. This they got straight superpowers, <laughs> indestructibility. They was breaking doors, smashing yeah. sinks, <laughs> phones is crumpling up in your hand. <laughs> then their jumping abilities. Was Maybe annoying. give them some more athletic, just skying over stuff, and then climbing. They looked crazy. Yeah, she looked like a spider when she just decided to climb this that mountain or whatever. That was too much because that makes the suits unnecessary because you can punch them and it's not going to hurt them. Yeah, they just they, for, they didn't have the masks on really, so oh man, they so, were just there. Yeah, and they I will say they did a little bit of things here and there that made sense, but then. Uh, like adding things that the TV show couldn't do, but the, all again, all that super strength and climbing abilities—that was just too much. Uh, let's see. Oh, because another a scene was when that random bully. If y'all was gonna do a bully, I could have did Bulk and Skull from this show. <laughs> but y'all might, might as well put them in the second one. Head butted Billy. Head ricocheted off of Billy. Billy's head didn't move one bit. And then off the strength of that, he became the man. Yeah. I mean, immediately after it happened, girls was like, hey, Billy. <laughs> huh? When, y'all weren't even in the hallway. Yeah, they heard about it. <laughs> that dude there, saw it, was it. 15 seconds. Immediately turned around right after the dude fell like, dang, Billy knocked such and such out. Yeah. No. You saw what happened. <laughs> Well, one, the bully tried to break his fingers or his wrist. I can't necessarily remember. For no reason. What, what did he think was going to happen? He wasn't going to get in trouble if he <laughs> succeeded? I ain't never seen bullies act like that. These bullies are unrealistic. He literally <laughs> walked over and said, Billy, I'm about, to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to break your wrist or break your fingers. That made me mad. And then at the beginning, when they were in detention, walked over and started breaking his pencils. I would have slid it. I would have killed him <laughs> over some pencils. Don't you ever walk up and disrespect me by snapping my pencils. Zach Efron Light had to go smack him, which was hilarious. That smack was a little weird for some reason. It looked like a punch, 
but it sounded like a smack. <laughs> it was such a hard smack. The fact that he did it so quickly had me rolling. <laughs> but yeah, that little bullying. If he broke his wrist or his fingers, what do you think was going to happen? <laughs> they was going to ask Billy, how'd you do this? He wasn't going to tell him who did that to him. Yeah. And that might be considered a hate crime that since really he's a is. little he's mentally autistic. challenged. When, so, like, did you just go try to break an autistic kid's yeah, that's, hand off? That's me. He's trying to snap <laughs> that young man's <laughs> wrist. And then when that failed, he tried to headbutt him. <laughs> <laughs> Boys are getting wilder in these movies. Tried. <laughs> What if he had butted him? And it, it, it hurt him. him. Okay. That's slow loony. He tried to crack his skull. I don't like that. But uh, moving on, the fights in action left me disappointed. What action? The f- the fight and some Zord stuff. Did I not call it just a few episodes ago? I said the only action we're going to get uh-huh. is at the very end of the movie. Yep. That is exactly what happened. They didn't happened. fight in the suits and outside of the Zords. They could. That's what they could have did. Give us one. If you're going to do anything, give us one fight. Yep. With them in their suits for the first time. Then you got your big third act battle where they fight in the suits, then get in the Zords. Because I thought they were going to fight the little minions more. Yeah. A couple kicks. <laughs> that's. They, didn't they cut something that they were showing in the trailers? Probably. I know they cut the kiss out. I was about to read why they did that, but oh, I, yeah. I skipped over it. Oh, I forgot to mention, once they had the power suits all situated, that's when I started to doze off and head nodding. So that showed me the movie got boring and it started getting tedious. Yeah, it, the movie immediately like hit a switch for me as soon as they jumped up out of their lair, which was becoming... Did they? Was there an easier way to get into there? Because literally they would have to go through the water every single time. They had to suicide every time. Just just jump off. For one, they thought Billy died when he fell. In the water for two seconds. (laughs) When they were swimming to get to the underground place, they were chilling underwater figuring out why they were seeing their reflection. But Rita puts him in the water for two hot seconds. He's dead. I was like, are you kidding me? And they... This is when I got to know it, because at first, the movie was f- not fine, but it was entertaining. And yeah, it was entertaining. Cool. But when they was like, I'd give my life to save this guy that I've known for maybe a couple days. I was like, oh, y'all. Oh, that was another thing at the beginning. They hedged their, they did an unrealistic thing by saying, in 11 days, Rita Repulsa will be here. <laughs> but you only giving them 11 days to get to know each other. Yeah. Be able to use the suits. Yeah. Learn martial arts. Which be able to didn't. use the Zords. And then be ready to fight her. They didn't learn to use the Zords. Nope. That just came naturally. Because they, <laughs> <laughs> they. They would have fused, merged. I don't even remember what it is. That came naturally to, as well. Turned into too easy. <laughs> and then they put in a little joke. Of the, they put some jokes in there that wasn't with the tone like the Megazord falling. I laughed at that. Rita Repulsa eating a donut. Yeah. Nice. You can't do that when nothing else was funny up to. They are. And then the Krispy Kreme thing. I know you got to have your sponsors, but why it got to be the thing got to be under the Krispy Kreme? Yeah. Which they did. Did they show? Did they even show us the crystals? I don't think so. Okay. I need to make sure I fell asleep with something important. And I'm trying to remember on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. 
was Zeo Chris was a thing because the next iteration of Power Rangers was Power Rangers Zeo. So I was like, but I don't feel like looking it up I right now. I surely can't remember. <laughs> yeah, and what threw me off, like I was saying before, the movie had a switch. It went from an all right, entertaining teen drama. Uh-huh. Then when it became a Power Rangers movie, that's when I was like, yep. This is dumb. This is the Power Rangers I was afraid of. It wasn't as awful as we were talking about it being, but it's sad when the action actually comes up. That's when it's the worst part of the movie. And when they played the Go-Go Power Rangers theme song, I know this is a Power Rangers movie, but boy, oh boy, when you talk about something not fitting in, that threw me off. They could have did it a little different. Threw it somewhere else. Yeah, I wasn't even mad when I'm watching it, and they kept saying morphin. I mean, I was mad, but I wasn't as annoyed yeah. hearing it because when yeah. it says morphin time, I even didn't. with the force, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. For one, like I remember you saying they cheered and stuff in the movie, and mine they didn't. There was one part where somebody screamed out "woo," and that was when Alpha Five said "I, I, I." Yeah, that's a nerd. It was like "woo." <laughs> this pack theater. When they got the armor on for the first time, they cheered. Mm-hmm. I forget they cheered earlier than that, and then they they applauded when the movie was going off. <laughs> I didn't know if that was a sign of joy or we're happy this is over. Yeah, okay, mine would have been more along the lines of <laughs> finally <laughs> get back outside in the light where I can wake up. Yeah. That, ma- that movie made me sleepy. That wasn't a. Sl- I'm just sleepy in the movie. Sleepy. Because that is this mo- movie is singing a lullaby to me. Because you were exhausted from that extraneous origin dirty. story, and it was like we were saying, it was entertaining. It wasn't. I wasn't about to hate on it. Yeah, I was. I mean, like you said, comparing it to the TV show, you shouldn't nitpick a thing. But that's what happens when you try to ground it, and if you're gonna bring everything that you need to bring over, bring over the stuff that. Still caters to the people who like the show. Yeah, they but literally. No, that's not dumb. They change the stuff that all right, it's all right. You change or whatever you gotta do, what you gotta do. But the thing that works on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, they didn't use it. They just like the way the characters are. The at least in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, as dumb as it looks, they fight. Yeah, that thing they do. fight outside the suits with their mask on. And they fight in the Megazords, no matter how stupid it looks. Why did they not have their masks on when they was in, the, in their Zords? That was weird. And also, when did they say the masks don't stay? Like, when did, <laughs> they, when was that established? They figured this out on their own. They that fi- is weird. Jason figured out that he could have a sword pop out of his, his arm. And no one kn- told him. We knew that from them toys. Yeah, but I thought they would mention it mm-hmm. in the movie. Nope. Is- They're fighting. He does a, like a little jump kick. Stretches his arm out, and there's a sword. That is weird. Was he the only one that had an accessory on his armor? Because it seemed like it. They messed some stuff up now that I'm sitting here. Mind you, I liked when they were actually fighting the whatsamacallits for that quick little five seconds. I actually liked that scene. Yeah. Because they looked more experienced than they were looking in the training. Yeah. So, (laughs) maybe their suits, you know, without telling the audience... Gave them the uh, knowledge they to know surely, how to fight. They didn't tell us anything, which made it harder to enjoy the things that would be enjoyable. And this movie was really confident because... It's cocky. They gave you two seconds of action, told you before the movie comes out, we want six movies all together. 
So they're basically hey, saying Vin Diesel. <laughs> Vin Diesel was at five and said, "We're going to ten. Yeah, <laughs> and he's about to do it. Yeah, so he he's almost there. But <laughs> this movie was saying, "We don't need to show you action right now because we're going to make another movie that's going to have more action." Uh huh. But what's terrifying me is they said they're there to guard the crystals in that little town. If every action scene takes place An angel in that grows. little town, which y'all destroyed, <laughs> yeah, and then everybody decided to just take pictures of it, which is normal, yeah. But, <laughs> but when that said scene end, ooh, the res- the resolution was quicker than when they crashed too, in that train. <laughs> too quick. The movie basically might as well have ended. Yeah, immediately. the credit should have just hit because they talked a teeny bit. Yeah, they showed where everybody was at afterwards, <laughs> how they're friends, and they're doing this and that. No one told, you know, they sh- they randomly showed Jason give the sword back. Well, I don't know where that came from, because the sword was in his armor. <laughs> that was weird. When did he take the, when did he take the sword? Why did he give it back? <laughs> what? What? There needs to be a better resolution. When you just see these rangers in your tiny little town destroy like, this gold <laughs> thing. <laughs> And everything was cool. Everybody was back to normal. Everybody was back in detention, playing chess with their moms. <laughs> Twenty, however, what do they say? Twenty-four million years or something like that. That seemed kind of long, even though it's supposed to be like that. There wasn't no rangers in between then. Nah. It took Billy, an autistic kid, to fight. And that's another thing. When they found the stones, what would make you like feel like you want to crack into there when you enough. when you're not Billy? Like you don't have the history of that. They saw some colorful things. They cracked it open. And why they all? I would have had. I would have saw that if I was cracking it, I'd have grabbed a couple. Yeah, I'm like, let me get this one, this one. Lines. I'm making all the money. Yeah. No, they all grabbed one specific one. They should have showed like maybe like one of the girls grabbed one of the boys' colors. Yeah, and made and love. Then snatching it. Like I want that. Yeah, you can't be the or girls like pink or something. Just a little yeah. silly joke there. And I didn't know the stones could teleport. That was also news to me. I don't know if that yeah. happened in the show or whatever, but uh, I know in the sh- what they didn't do that they did in the show that probably was before the better was in the show they can light speed and it just be that color and it zoom them back to the, the Lord. But they were close <laughs> with that jumping. <laughs> they were very yeah. close. Like you took I'm something s- away, added something ridiculous. Yeah, if you show them walking, no jump, <laughs> jump from cliff these dudes to are cliff. leaping. Their powers was similar to the Hulk, and so and so, in some ways, the jumping ability, the muscles, I guess, was. I mean, yeah, I guess he can just be muscular, but his muscles looked odd. What is a Spider Man? <laughs> yeah. And when they showed it, I assumed that he was just that ripped in the first place. He played football. So yeah, I, that's what I I'm assumed. hoping. If it wasn't, and they was trying to say that, yeah, they was, they zeroed in on it like it was something that just it grew really overnight. did. He was like, <sighs> and please tell me how they got from the car. They should have died. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> that was many of times. It was like I don't know how we got to the house. And I'm like, all right, y'all gonna tell us later, aren't y'all? On drugs. <laughs> and they didn't. That car got smacked by that train. Yeah. If, they didn't explain that. If you can, di- if you can die from drowning and being yeah. in water for two seconds, then I don't care what little crystals you or little stones you have. Getting smacked by a train going that fast was that, that their dead. was that their version of that little light speed thing that happened on the show? Them being just waking up at home. Yeah, I guess their bodies just teleport. That basically is that because the stones was burning the little thing at the cafeteria yeah. made everybody 
I don't get what how it made food explode and all that. It's so hot. It's so weird. Yeah, this movie, uh, it was just sad how it started as decent and then mm-hmm. trailed off. I will say, my childhood wasn't ruined like I was fearing because this movie wasn't awful. And I would like to through. see, a, I would like to see a second one. Oh yeah, I need to see a second. One. I kind of, I kind of have a similar feeling I had with Fantastic Four, but in a different way. With Fan Four Stick, I was like, I need to see, not need, because the movie was so trash, but I. I would like to see a sequel, kind of. Y'all need only, to fix this. Yeah, because there's no way this can be. This, y'all left a really bad taste in my mouth. This one, I'm like, all right, y'all, y'all decided to just make Power Ranger Origins, mm-hmm. and that's it. So let me see what y'all can do with a movie that actually has everything set in stone and going from there. And they have good characters. They working with some stuff because when you introduce Tommy into it, that might be a and, girl. I should have looked at the jacket real close. Like, what a girl wear this? <laughs> but uh, that that could be fun if they keep it like the show where Tommy is a bad guy at first, and he 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 was mysterious, and then was a bad guy. But if they just be like, hey, you you know Tommy and all this, and then he finds something. Yeah. Hope they don't do it like that. Hope they do it more similar to the show. Because uh, where did his where is this the green stone at currently? Is it in space where Rita decided, or that was funny where they just that was very TV showish where they just hit her and she goes flying oh, like a yeah. rocket <laughs> and then just lands that in space and freezes. Is the stone still with her? It's gonna be something. We'll see in the second one, uh, yeah. but then it's gonna be interesting since they already said they're gonna do six. Are they gonna make Tommy the White Ranger eventually? They they have all these movies. They better not just decide to just you, you got to do down that the stuff. Same route. You, you got to have Tommy Green Ranger, Tommy White Ranger, but the and the actor has to be like a good young actor or somebody a note because in the show, Tommy kind of takes over for a uh, because Jason David Frank was a little more famous than whoever played <laughs> Jason. I mean, they might because this movie shockingly made what about forty million. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming they go ahead, go ahead, go green light. Even though they might not make their money back, yeah, they I'll probably look, gonna green light the sequel. That's why you gotta ask uh, who's a who's like a young kid. Do you want them to pick a female like the cast seems to want? Because they all about being even. Three dudes, three girls. Yeah, I'll prefer a male because that would make more sense. Go, if they're sticking like the show, because Jason and Tommy have become rivals at first. But if they want to do a girl and a boy fighting, it's not going to make sense to me. But <laughs> the young ladies who Jesus look up to see, <laughs> want to see their heroes, they probably enjoy it. But seeing them like having a stare down, wanting to fight, I'm like, why are you trying to fight a girl? <laughs> like, who's wrong with you? Dang, chill out. <laughs> yeah, they better break that dude, that person, the boy. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. You gotta get somebody. He ain't gotta be famous, but somebody would like some. I don't know, like the personality or something. Like a Ty Sheridan. Nah. I can see them taking Ty one Sheridan of them. has no swag. <laughs> <laughs> I can see them taking one of them X Men kids. Yeah. Somebody from something. Uh huh. What is. Like maybe like. By the time they make this movie, somebody from Stranger Things would be yeah, nice some, famous. Yeah, something like that. But. Yeah, so let me just see if I got any extra notes. Uh, we already said how awful Zach's acting was. The stupid picture incident. 
Disclaimer for those who don't like the way food sounds being eaten on the podcast. I'm about to eat some donuts. <laughs> uh, Billy dying. Yeah. This being a sappy teen drama at some points that I ain't like. Mm-hmm. How did Jason know how to use some things with his suits and how they all know how to use their zords? <laughs> the That's inc- crazy. The inclusion of the Go Go Power Rangers theme song. How the movie got worse when the action came. Jeez. Let me rewind that. For one, we're getting blown out. Let's see who Kawhi decides to dunk on. <laughs> Sorry, we watching basketball. Hey, LeBron with a good pass. Okay, good job, Tristan. Clearly, y'all didn't get back on defense. All right. Mm-hmm. Patty, Patty Mills, Mills with the rock. Swinging it around. Ball goes to Kawhi. And... Yeah. He didn't even decide to... Test that man with the braids. The Cavs, we need the playoffs to start now because they are taking a lackluster effort to end this season. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. They're just getting they're getting beat by everybody. And the defense is atrocious. We made John Wall like the best player in the league and Bradley Bill like the second best player in the league the other night. That was just nuts. I'm tired of not knowing if I'm wasting my time these two and a half hours. What else? Right. Leo B basketball. I uh, said standouts of the cast were Elizabeth Banks, RJ, Bill Hader, Zach, and sometimes Trini were the worst. Uh, I, I like that this movie tried to, you know, touch on the fact or make this um, the fact that these kids are like outcasts and how they need to come together to solve a big problem, basically. They tried to make that a part of the story, but ultimately came up short with their vagueness and how quickly they were doing stuff and not explain. If they would have just explained it, the quickness would have been fine. But uh-huh. the fact that when they were going through the process, everything wasn't exp- explained uh, enough, and y'all could have did it. Y'all had an hour and thirty minutes. Uh, oh my time! The nostalgic feel was there for me, so that's what kind of helped the movie not, or also tacked on to help the fact that the movie wasn't atrocious like I expected it to be. Yeah, I think I was just excited. But the lack of action. Y'all can't do that again. <laughs> the, that fact that when it, y'all's biggest action was the worst part. They could even did a scene when they didn't have the suits yet and they fought some bad guys. Something. And there's just, there's a bunch of small details that we've been pointing out in the movie that just deterred me. But this movie was $103 million. All that must came at the end. Because mm-hmm. it didn't go to the cast. Probably went to Elizabeth Banks and... I would have gave them that uh, Star Wars uh, with, with John Boyega and uh, whatever her name was. Dang. Daisy Ridley. Don't Daisy Ridley money. They might have got less than that. If they made more than them, if I was John They Boyega got that Jersey Shore money. <laughs> I would be throwing a temper tantrum. Like, I don't care if this is a big property. I still want my money. What race do you think they're going to have Tommy as? They got Asian, they got Mexican. Is that what she is? She's something. I know she's not white and black. She's probably a mix of one of those, but there's another feature standing out. You got white, you got white with a little little shade in it. You got black. What What else is there? I know they ain't going to go Arab. (laughs) Trying to alienate the movie. I mean, they could go. If they go girl. They can go Asian girl. Because uh, they got the white. They got the white boy and the white girl. Okay, so that's that's different. I mean, 
I may have to go like one of them mix light light colored humans, like a Drake skin. Yeah, they might have to go a light skinned fella. Mm-hmm. You don't know if he's white, black, or white and black. Yeah, he can pass with almost like the rock. The yeah. rock is black, but he often doesn't he, he can blend in with yeah. white. It is sixty to thirty eight. I knew this movie was gonna be a L or this game was gonna be a L, but Jesus. <laughs> I might as well just take a break for the rest of the season, but whatever. Um, this dude threw Mano Ginobili a high-flying alley-oop. And dude, I guess it connected because I closed my eyes. I'll show you this nonsense that he just did. This is, excuse me, oh, bourbon. All right. All right, throw him that alley, Patty, as if it's Blake Griffin on the, <laughs> coming down on the fast break. All right, here we go. Mano running. He won it. First to do a fancy little twist. Look at Dwayne Dedman, the cheerleader over there. Lord gosh, all this talent. Y'all, y'all must be exhausted because there's no excuse. They're like, yeah, we just, they think they're going to cakewalk. But the way it's looking, the way they've just backtracked so badly, they better take these teams serious. But we, we playoffs are going to start here soon, so we're going to see. But, uh, yeah, I don't really think there's nothing else. We done summed up Power Rangers. Do you want five sequels? Let me see what number two is. Uh, Power Rangers, Lionsgate. Mm. All right. Between Power Rangers, Avatar, and Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Which movie do you want the most? Because all these movies got at least four to five sequels already planned. Which one are you... Would you say, yes, give me these amount of sequels, and which movie do you want to say, or the most want to say, nah, do not give me these amount of sequels? But most, because going off of, cause which one was the best movie that had the possibility of being multiple, would well, be Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, but I just want, I just want like two. Maybe three if the second one is phenomenal. So mind you, it's going to be a Johnny Depp-led franchise basically from here now. Yeah, and I don't really want that, so <laughs> give me two. And like I said, if that one's real good, I'll take the third one. You're done. <laughs> now, Avatar, I don't really want anymore because y'all yeah. took too long for two. Give me two. Let's not, because I'm not waiting any longer. Yeah. Power Rangers, it could work. So, I'm going to go Power Rangers. Yeah, I'm going to go Power Rangers with that one based off of me enjoying those characters right. over my life. And then I don't need all them avatars. All right. Yeah. At all. Fantastic Beast has the fact that it's in a franchise that went about 15,000 movies strong. Yeah. But Didn't I don't think... fall off once. Yeah. But they had... Hunger Games fell off after three. Yeah. But in fact... Insurgent fell off after... <laughs> The first one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right. All right, we coming with that second one. We, ah, we was full. In hindsight, they fell off on that cast at Ansel. But different story. And Jaya. And Miles. And Miles. <laughs> Dang. It was like, who's the most unlikable people we can cast? My girl Shailene, whatever her name is. I've mispronounced her name so much. I can't even honestly remember her real name. They always do her dirty. Mm-hmm. She get put around a bunch of bozos, <laughs> and she gets to be in a movie, then gets taken out of them. It's so mm-hmm. disrespectful. Out of that cast, who do you think is doing the best right now? 
My wait, I don't. Shane Lee Woodley's back on TV. HBO. That's better than uh, <laughs> what's that channel called now? Freeform. <laughs> That's better than Freeform, but so I got Shailene, Miles, Jaya, Ansel. I would have. This is. It's tough. actually close. <laughs> it's actually close. Because I wanted to say Miles, only because he did Whiplash, but then he also has followed that up with War fan, Dogs, War Dogs, Fantastic Four. Stick. He's done movies. I get a, get a job. Bleed for this. Yeah, those are all bombs. Jaya has Suicide Squad, and he wasn't the worst part of Suicide Squad. But he's also not going to be in these this Terminator franchise they continuously won't give up on. That is weird. Make a new story of things. <laughs> yeah. Everybody got reboots. You can uh, be a robot. No, that made me just think about the Venom movie. Uh, okay, then you have Shailene. But she doesn't have really anything that you can say is like a glorified hit. She's a great actress. She had the George Clooney flick. Which was Oscar nominated. I think she might have been nominated. Yeah, that's that's a good movie. That's that's what catapulted her. Snowden bombed. Uh, she got a TV show. Pretty sure she got some other movies in the works. But yeah, big. And then Hansel has Baby Driver. Yeah, he got a star movie. He did the movie with Shailene. But he sucks. That is very yeah, tough. That's surprisingly hard. Yeah, I don't know if that... It might be a three-way tie and then Ansel at the bottom. Yeah. I may go miles from the fact that he seems... Mm, I can't even say it. I was about to say he seems the most like a movie star. Yeah, he does get the most looks, and he has been... I read he's getting a bunch of movie offers lately. And he was almost in La La Land. And it to be good enough to almost be in a movie if it wasn't for his ego that stopped him with the money. Yeah. I guess, I guess it's Miles Teller. Yeah. It but could it, change by the end of the year. Talent-wise, it's you know, Shailene. But I guess name recognition is Miles. Definitely not Ansel. <laughs> but, uh... Not after when Baby Driver come up, everybody gonna be screaming, Ansel, Ansel. I'm gonna walk out that theater saying, this was a great movie, Sans Ansel Eckert. Uh-huh. But uh, back to the... That should have been Zac Efron. It could have been. That would have been good. He seems like or Zac Efron Light. Yeah, I take I take him being in other movies. Yeah. What is his real name? Guy. What Mont- is his Ty Montgomery. Yeah. Some, Something Montgomery. Ryan. Nope, that's Royce <laughs> the Five Nine. What is his dude's name? Mr. Montgomery. Cyril. I feel like his name is actually Jason. Jake? Jake sounds nasty. Jake Montgomery. Let's see what this dude's name is. Are you looking that up? Me, I definitely would take... I don't want the Avatar sequel, so that's in third place. Oh, his name is something we wouldn't have thought of if we just sat here. Sissel? Daiquiri. I ain't never heard that name before. Daiquiri? Daiquiri Montgomery? Yeah. Yeah, he can keep that name to himself. And this fool ain't been in no movies. Yeah, his name is Zach. Zach Montgomery. Let me look up what Ludie Lin's been in. Who was that? The Chinese fella. That's like a girl's name. He did, like, some real small things. Two things. Becky G. 
Make the music. Hers won't even come up, so I'm assuming it's nothing else other than this. <laughs> we already know RJ Siler. We know what Naomi Scott was in. I didn't particularly... She wasn't too endearing. She wasn't noticeable. Yeah. Just like she wasn't noticeable in the other movie she was in. She was definitely not noticeable in The Martian. Yeah, and I didn't even like that movie, so... But she was on Lemonade Mouth on the Disney Channel. Definitely wouldn't remember that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, to end this segment off, I guess I would go with Power Rangers as a sequel I would take the most. Yeah. Only because... Fantastic Beasts is really going to be stretching it because at least Harry Potter, each one was based off a book. <coughs> this is made off, based off a made-up book. Yeah, I don't like that. So, I mean, I mean, that gives you unlimited things to work on, but I think they're just really forcing it. A, a yeah. trilogy would be fine. Definitely. All right. You see any more movies? Nah, that's all I did for the weekend. All right. So, myself, first up, I watched Life at the Theater. Which, your boy Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds, Jake and Rebecca Jilly. Ferguson. I don't want to. And s- also feels like it should have Michael Pena in it for some odd reason. He could have been in that movie. He could have been the the one Latino. He would have been better off doing that than Chips, apparently. Yes, I haven't seen that movie yet. I'm gonna see it soon, but that's the way it's looking. But saw this movie. Uh, without spoiling it, what I predicted about the movie. Fact again, one <laughs> element of it you can tell from trailers and stuff. Yeah, I think I know what it is. That was a fact, uh, but it did like really hinder it. I liked the movie. I thought the movie was good. The only problem I have with it is when you got when you got Jake Gyllenhaal in movies. I don't like seeing him do movies where he doesn't he don't get to flex his uh, excellent acting skills Man. chops. He's almost just there. I mean, he does fine in the movie. Him and Rebecca Ferguson do fine. But when you're just basically running from something, you're not really asked to do much. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> talent. Like, Ryan Reynolds, he's his typical Ryan Reynolds self. Uh-huh. So he's able to make more of an impression than everybody else is. But that would be the only flaw. Like, they could have replaced everybody in that movie with more unknown people, and it probably would have gave the same feeling. But I think the standout of what made the movie good was, I mean, I would say it's ending. Just, you know, you don't, you see endings like this a lot, but I like when movies are not afraid to go in that direction. And then the the, the alien itself, it was like a, a space spider mixed with like a baby dragon. <laughs> <laughs> but... He that thing was that thing was made that movie entertaining because how he was, what his uh, how he was, uh, what made him deadly is what was entertaining. He just wrap you up and squeeze the mess out of you <laughs> or go inside your body. So I thought that was made the movie entertaining. You no, know, it was an entertaining space alien movie. Uh, the progression and the characteristics, like I said, is what was the true standout of the film when it comes to the alien itself. And yeah, I mean, this movie somehow has a C-minus cinema score, which means no one liked it, mm. which is odd. But I, I, mean, I can see why they don't necessarily like it, but for it to be like C, I'd say maybe a B. But I enjoyed it. Is it necessarily memorable? Nah. But would I buy it? Yeah, just because it got Jake Gyllenhaal in it, and it's a good movie. Jake Chili. <laughs> All right, next up, 
watched the perfect match. Uh, just because uh, Brianna didn't see it. <laughs> and I tried to tell her it was, I said it was decent. <laughs> she didn't like it. But, I mean, I talked about the perfect match. Terrence Jenkins, Diddy's girl. Donald, F- uh, not, what's his name? Donald Faison. Yeah, I almost called him Faison Love. Uh, <laughs> it was worse the second time around. Dang. But Terrence Jenkins was still, he was still, you know, the best part of the movie. So I don't even like that sentence. <laughs> the the Ter- plot <laughs> is the plot and details within the plot are what make the movie can be called stupid, and it's not that funny. Um, <laughs> then, last but not least, to continue the Blu-ray marathon, watch the movie we kind of discussed on the last week's episode with our special guest Katrina from the Real World. But more, we talked about the person that stars in this movie. Watch Black Swan, starring Natalie Portman oh, yeah. and Mila Kunis. This is a great movie. Like, everything comes to... Oh, that picture looks nasty. But... <laughs> oh, when you can't get enough of that oh, locker room smell. <laughs> you gotta stop making fun of Chris Bosch for being a little uh, well, sus. Why are they in a locker room for the set today? Is that the new thing? I guess... Ernie said they can't sit in his seat anymore. But, um, yeah, this is a great movie. Everything really comes together at the end. If you haven't seen Black Swan, definitely check it out. What I learned about this movie is that it is actually classified by the director himself and other people. The horror? Yep. (laughs) I did not know that. That is weird. Because it's gone down as like the fifth movie or something to be nominated for best... uh, like the fifth horror film to be nominated as Best Oof. Picture or something like that. I um, classify it as a psychological thriller, but I can see where, I mean, it is a horror film like when you actually watch it, but it's more of a psychological thriller with horror being like a subgenre branch on the movie. Yeah. It's dope nonetheless. Natalie Portman, of course, gets an Oscar award winning turn in this flick. She kills it going from being. Like a psychologically immature, shy, little perfectionist dancer to someone who lets the perfection get the best of them and completely loses themselves for the worse into the role. The sporting cast is great. The directing was great. How he shot the movie and how he was able to balance it being those different genres. Like when it was horror, you could tell it was horror, but it's not something you walk away with saying... This is a definite horror movie. He was able to, the blending of the genres, he was able to mix that very well. This is a great movie. It deals with the paying the price for perfection and also uh, the the element of doppelgangers and how he was able to fuse that together, make a great movie that just ends on a great note that really sticks to the point of the message it was trying to give. It It was just great. Love the movie. One thing about the flick that I noticed when I was watching it this time around, this movie has like the look of a movie where you would notice the score of it. <laughs> and you kind of do, but not to the effect that you would think. Like you, the little scare sound effects you know notice more, but I wouldn't necessarily classify that as knowing the score. And I'm not counting the little ballerina music that they was playing. So that was a little uh, mm-hmm. of a downer, but that's just a little something small. And also, I didn't know that there was this big old controversy about how much actual dancing Natalie Portman did in the movie. Because this movie came out seven years ago. There was this whole thing with the stunt double. 
think her name was like Sarah Lane or something. And there's like the uh, report from somebody or some publication saying that Natalie Portman necessarily really didn't do all the dancing <laughs> in the movie and how they were trying to cover that fact up. And the oh, stunt yeah, double that. was saying that she enjoyed doing the movie, but she felt like it was giving uh, the ball- or ballet a bad name when you'd say somebody studied this for maybe like a year and was able to be such a great looking uh, yeah. uh, ballerina or whatever you call it. What the movie says, he, Natalie Portman did a majority of the stuff. <laughs> Definitely everything from the waist up. A lot of the scenes, all, like full shot scenes were her, but of course the stud double did help. Oh no, it seemed dumb to me because that's not what made the performance great in my opinion. I mean, that helped, but her acting skills in the movie was just great, so... It didn't really matter to me. So that's that's all I saw. Alright, before we get into the nitty gritty of this episode, just got a few past episode reflections. First up, I botched the opening again, I noticed. <laughs> um, we were talking about the Belko experiment. Uh, I came up with a uh, idea that's I find would have been better for it. I don't know if it would have still gone by the title of the Belko experiment, but instead of just doing what they did in the movie, they should have opened the movie the way they did with you know camaraderie and you just get the feel of the relationships that are in the office. And then they separate it by floor, like they lock each floor down. Oh yeah. And then each person, and then they tell each floor like, all right. Everybody on the floor, there can only be one survivor from each floor. So you got to kill all your peoples from this floor. Then when they do that, the winner from said floor for each floor has to go against like somebody from the other floor. Something where they're like, the winners go against each other in some form or fashion. That would make it too entertaining. Now, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, nah, we don't want that. All right, moving on. We talked about the top 10 opening weekend since Beauty and the Beast barged its way right in there. And some of the ones we mentioned were right, but then I had to look it up. Some of them were wrong. I just want to quickly give the top 10 opening weekends because I forgot about some of these movies and the fact that they did these numbers. Let me just hit the link real quick. All right. So we know the first one. But let's let's see. We go. We're gonna make a game out of this real quick. <laughs> Starting with ten. Can you tell me what number ten was? Or if it'd be easier, we can go start from one because we know what one is. What's one? Star Wars. Well, for one, what are we doing? <laughs> I'm gonna have you guess the opening weekend movies for the top ten. You want to start at one or ten of that weekend? Of just opening weekend of all time. Uh, what was the highest opening weekend of all time? You know this movie. You want? We'll start with one because this is the easiest one. What was the? What movie had the highest opening weekend of all time? I don't know time? why I can't remember. It was Avatar. Nope, that's the highest grossing movie of all. Or was the highest grossing movie? Wait, is this? I think it still is. So you got Avatar, you got Star Wars. Avengers? Nope. You just you said the movie. What Star Wars? Yep. Uh Star Wars The Force Awakens got the highest opening weekend at two hundred and forty seven million. 
dollars. <laughs> then far off of that, a movie I didn't think deserved it, but whatever. What's number two? Number two. All right, so you guys. What are some popular movies? Give you a hint. It's a popular franchise that I didn't know was this popular when it came back. Was it Star Trek? Nope. Yeah, that sounds too crazy. <laughs> I don't know why I'm not, I can't think of the top movies right now. Jurassic World. That's right. That one that came to my head. Yeah, for some reason. that's because it's a forgettable movie. <laughs> what, 208 million? Dang, that is very weird. <laughs> that is nuts. I'll never get over when I saw that. I was wondering why the theater was so crowded always. <laughs> and then at number three. Number three. Movie you've already said. Was it Avatar or Avengers? Nope. The Avengers. I'll give you a hint. Avatar won't be on here because that just had long lasting yeah. legs and made like the same amount every time. I think it opened with like 70 million or something small. Yeah, that's weird. That but, is. but yep, the Avengers with 207. Next up, number four. Number four. Avengers again? Yep. <laughs> Avengers Age of Ultron with 191. It bombed. <laughs> Number five, completely forgot that this movie was this high. You know, Lily just came out, kind of. Number five, number five, hold on. I know what it is. I don't know why. Come on, brain. Just came out last year. My brain knows what it is. I can. I need a hint. Uh, I mean, it's basically like the same of the two movies you just mentioned. Oh, Civil War. Yep, Captain. Dang, Max, I knew Civil that. War. I could not think of. With one seventy nine million, then at number six, this unexpected beast. No pun intended. That's Beauty and the Beast at six. Yep, Beauty and the Beast with one seventy four. Number seven. That's too much. <laughs> That's <laughs> that is, crazy. That is nuts. Number seven. Which was, it's just, it's like only like some thousands off from it. Give you a hint. It's in the same family that's been taking up a majority of these other spots. Where Soldier? Nope. Oh, it gotta be like Iron Man 2. Close. 3? Yep. <laughs> Iron Man 3 with 174. And then at number 8, we talked about this franchise earlier in the show. What did we talk about? We kind of talked about this franchise. We talked about a spinoff of this franchise. Oh, uh, let me try to guess the specific one. Harry Potter and Deathly Hollows. Which one? Part one. Nope. Part two. Yep. With one sixty-nine ended. On the highest of notes. Mm-hmm. We gave you his best movie, made his most money. All right, number nine. This movie also came out last year. All right, come on. Use that brain. It's supposed to be a big movie. I'm thinking it's but Batman it? versus Superman. Yep, with 166. And then at number 10. Number 10. 
movie kind of in the same family as the previous movie, but not really. <laughs> uh, she has the same character. That's about it. Oh, uh, The Dark Knight Rises? Yep, with 160. Then right. there's a tidbit of that right under that at 158, The Dark Knight. <laughs> Dang. Looking at this, I didn't. I always forget how much money The Hunger Games was making. That sits at number 12 of 158. Whew. That's, I mean, that's catching fire. The, se- or the first one, The Hunger Games, made 152. I'm like, I don't remember that. Yeah, that was That nutty. movie comes off as a $80 million, then 60 then 50 Mind you, then you still, the movie started out high, then went up. But boy, oh boy, <laughs> when things fall, they fall. At 121, we get Mockingjay Part 1. And at 102 million, you oh, got yeah. Hunger Games Part or Mockingjay Part 2. Yeah, I guess they was getting a little sick of it. Mm-hmm. But whatever. All right, back to. I have one, oh, one more uh, uh, past episode reflection. When we were talking to Katrina, forgot to ask her one thing. And I forgot to ask about her and Mike's little uh, relationship they were trying to form at the beginning of the season. I forgot all about yeah, that. Yeah, because it literally lasts like an episode or two. I'm mad I forgot because <laughs> I want to know what was going on. Yeah. And that's it. All right, so let's move into a couple topics we have for this episode. You got something you want to start out with? The only thing I can remember currently is the Venom movie weighing heavily on my mind. That was movie studios constantly just want to do something. Sony, they just they're a mess. <laughs> y'all no longer have Spider Man, really. Y'all got half of it, but y'all can't use him. <laughs> so now they want to use Spider Man side characters to make a shared universe. Yeah, uh, R-rated universe, I believe. Cause I R-rated? Think- They're outrageous. Just because a couple R-rated <laughs> superhero movies where it fit those movies specifically, now nah, they want to do it. You got Venom, Black Cat, uh, who else was it? No one wants to see a side character franchise. No boring. That's oh, No, let them make Venom. <laughs> Watch what happens. Hey, no, what, what clown y'all gonna cast to play Eddie Brock? Y'all, y'all used Topher, Topher Grace the first time. Ashton. You can only follow Topher with Ashton. <laughs> <laughs> Miles Teller is gonna, he's gonna play Venom. Yeah, one of them. Jaya could. Any of bozos. <laughs> Those, that whole cast is perfect to play. They're gonna be fighting. <laughs> we, we gotta get a. So coming soon. Dot com, dot net. It's gonna be. A short list of Venom <laughs> Venom actors. How stupid. Courtney. They aren't going to be able to use... What's it called? Spider-Man. That's annoying. That's They're going to mention them, and it's not going to sound right, because they already said they want this movie to be dark. They said they want it to be kind of a horror movie. And they said this might be the start of their R-rated start to their Marvel franchise. They're pathetic. <laughs> this- On top of that, they can't even mention all the Spider-Man villains. Because we already got Vulture, already got Shocker, all in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I would like to see Venom actually be something in a Spider-Man franchise. Yeah, they was probably going to get to that. Yeah, they they got to it a little too soon, and 
Star Wars, not Star Wars, Spider-Man 3. Sony needs to stop. They don't know what they're doing. They so get a- stupid. Well, who's the person in there that can't, I can tell them, hey, this is very dumb of us. <laughs> they get ahead of themselves. If they see Homecoming's about to, they know it's going to make a bunch of money. Oh, man. They already, they already jumped the ship and said, all right, we're going to make an animated one at the same time. <laughs> now they're like, all right. Rated R, just because y'all seen it happen go well twice. Y'all are forcing it. Because it's not going to mesh well with... Even if y'all want to bring... Give Tom Holland have a cameo or something, which they probably can do. It won't be right because it won't make sense. It won't... It just won't mesh well. Is it just going to be him wreaking terror on people? Or is it going to be a hero? Most of these movies have heroes. And if the hero's not Spider-Man, who's stopping Venom? Venom. Cops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this movie is about cops. Yeah. I don't know if they didn't like, think it through. No. I don't think they. Or is it going to be along the lines of a. What's it? Like a nightmare on Elm Street as far as it follows these kids. Who's going to beat Venom? Nobody. <laughs> he's going to beat himself. <laughs> yeah. He's, there's going to be some sort of kryptonite of of his manner. That that's the only way you can be. Yep, you got to pull a, a suit off of him. It's going to be a bunch of young kids. They're going to take. They're going to take him to. They're going to somehow lure him to that same area that got him in the Spider-Man Three movie. Ring a couple bells, and or then that's going to ding a couple little thingies. Yep, and it's going to get rid of pipes. <laughs> going to make pipes. Make make some music with some pipes. Going to pull a suit off of him. This movie. It's trash already, and they're like they're uh, pushing the production up pretty fast because it's supposed to come out as p- next year. Oh yeah, since because Aquaman got pushed back a few months, <laughs> Sony saw the opportunity. Oh, that means we can just make a Venom movie and drop it where Aquaman was supposed to come in. Another one of my problems with this, it makes me embarrassed because not everybody know all the. How them studios work and all that. So they're going to see Venom and think mm-hmm. it goes with the rest of them. Yeah, you have people for days wondering, or for years, where's Tobey Maguire? Yeah. Why is why is Andrew Garfield here? Yeah, and why isn't Wolverine and Avengers and all that? <laughs> they're making it very difficult. Yeah, we already have to deal with the X-Men universe and their constant not caring about timelines and stuff. They like to go, one, two, back. One, two, bat. Hey, one, two, bat. One, two, bat. Hey, one, two, bat. One, two, bat. Hey, one, two, bat. One, two, bat. Hey. But in the case of Logan, bat. All right, good. Bat. All right, good. Hey, bat. All right, good. Bat. All right, good. Hopefully, Deadpool is good, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> Who's playing cable? Is it Brad Pitt? <laughs> or is it Michael Shannon who's already been in superhero movies? <laughs> Speaking of that, that's moving on to our next topic. Like he said, we got word that Michael Shannon is the front runner to play cable. And we also got word that Brad Pitt was rumored or Rumor was that he was offered the role, was interested, but turned it down. Now, like you said, Michael Shannon had already been in superhero movies. Jonah Hex, the 
constantly forgot about piece of trash. Man, Man of Steel. Steel. And I feel like he was in something else. Not too sure. Yeah, I can't remember. We talked about on this podcast how he's not really a fan of comic book movies. He only does them when he he only does movies where he likes the story, and he happened to like the story from Man of Steel. Speaking of Man of Steel, I got a Batman vs Superman Superman hat on right now. <laughs> so, with that said, who you think fits better with Ryan Reynolds? I had to erase Gosling on my phone and put Reynolds because I think I think they're the same person now. And you just naturally type in Gosling. Nah, I just got when I hear Ryan, I just think of them all. So who do you think fits better with Ryan Reynolds? Michael Shannon or Bradley Pitt? I think it would be Brad Pitt only because I prefer him for the character. I feel like he should have a specific look to him and Michael Shannon doesn't have a real look for anything other than he looked alright to play General Zod. <laughs> with the K- I think Brad Pitt could show a side of him that we haven't seen before and that'll work well with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he can play a tough guy but he can also play a tough guy with like Wit, yeah, that like he it doesn't have to be straight goofy Wade Wilson. What is his name? Is it Wade Wilson? Yeah, okay, <laughs> goofy Wade going against whatever Cable's real name is, if that's his real name. All right, something we like to do in the podcast, real quick, since I pulled it up, is once we get an actor in our mind, we read all their movies. <laughs> so, real quick to go through Michael Shannon's movies because it's not too crazy long. Groundhog Day, Chain Reaction. He, he played is old. He <laughs> he played crackhead in Chicago Cab. He was in Jesus's Son, Cecil B. Demented, Tigerland, Pearl Harbor, Oof. Vanilla Sky, High Vanilla Sky, <laughs> High Crimes, Eight Mile. Oh yeah, he was an Eight Mile. Okay, yeah. right, let me show. Kangaroo Jack, Bad Boys Two. Um. My mind wasn't old enough to remember these things. <laughs> Dead Birds, Grand Theft Parsons, starring Johnny Knoxville, Criminal. You picked some movies with some people. The <laughs> The Woodsman, World Trade Center, Bug, which he played Peter Evans, which just for some reason looks like Evan Peters. <laughs> um, he did Let's Go to Prison, Lucky You, Shotgun Stories. Before the Devil Knows You're Dead, Revolutionary Road, The Missing Person, Bat Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. With 50 Cent? Was he in that movie? It feels like it, but for sure it was the two leading stars of Ghost Rider, Nicolas Cage and Evan Mendez. Yep, then 50 Cent was in that movie. <laughs> my Son, My Son, What Have You Done, The Greatest, The Runaways, Jonah Hex, Machine Gun Preacher, with your boy Gerard, his movies sound like made up things. If you were just <laughs> randomly saying, "Take Shelter," thirteen, Return, Broken Tower, The Raven. First of all, he did four movies in this year or in two thousand twelve. One of my favorite roles of his, Premium Rush, where that's what people think bike, bike messenger movie. <laughs> It was pretty good, <laughs> and he was he was a great villain in it. He did Mud, The Iceman, Man of Steel, Young Ones, The Harvest. She's funny that way. Ninety Nine Homes, Freehold, The Night Before, 
Midnight Special, Batman vs. Superman, if you count his cameo. Elvis and Nixon, Complete Unknown, Loving, Frank and Lola, Nocturnal Animals, Wolves, Salt and Fires coming out next. He's a great actor, but that yeah, uh, body of work seems <laughs> like he's only became great of recent. Yep. <laughs> and even recent, he's done some movies here mm-hmm. and there. Like, <laughs> so that's Michael Shannon's <coughs> filmography. Alright, so you said you'll go with Brad Pitt. Yeah. Also off a of name, Star Power. True. But if they want to keep the movie low, Michael Shannon will probably be cheaper. You can get him for two milli. <laughs> Three but milli. He would be super serious in this movie to the point that I don't know. I mean, he can adapt. I was say he was funny in Premium Rush and he was funny in the night before. Yeah, he can. He just has that, he gives off that so seriousness that you forget that it can be funny. Yeah. So when you put it that way, I guess he, he does have the humor where he can be serious, but it can be funny at the same time. And I think him bouncing off with Ryan Reynolds would actually be very good. But off a name, I think it will be interesting... If you bring Brad Pitt in, if you put Brad Pitt in there, I think the movie makes even more money. Yeah, this movie's going to be bananas. So I think with that scene, a movie with Ryan Reynolds and Brad Pitt could bring more eyes to it. And I think the quality will probably be just as the same. But I think that ultimately, uh, Michael Shannon might do the better job. Yeah. But with the action, I don't know who would handle the action better. I don't think either one of them have the look. Yeah. Who would look better between them two would be Brad Pitt, I think. As far as that little picture I saw that they made. Yeah. But they just, they both don't give off that vibe to me. But who knows? I would take... Find this picture. Brad Pitt. Just to be the contrarian, I'd take Michael Shannon. But it would be really tough. Let's see if I Alright. Where's that picture? Oh, here's one of them. See, that just looked kind of cool. If you put... I think once you put like that gold arm, not gold, silver arm, whatever it is, metal arm, whatever it is, put that on anybody, it could look. I think Brad Pitt might have more of the athletic body type. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon seems like he's either skinny. Yeah, he don't really got, got like that cable type yeah, look to him. Like maybe like a Dolph Lundgren at a young age. <laughs> <laughs> maybe like Sylvester Stallone or one of these. Lord Jesus. The Rock. Maybe he'll leave. I mean, they probably asked him, but he's got such a packed schedule. He yeah. can't fit it in. And he keeps thinking he's going to do Black Adam movies and Shazam and whatnot. Yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. All right, speaking of Deadpool, and we touched on this other movie just a little bit earlier, Beauty and the Beast. I just thought of it while uh, looking up the the top ten opening weekend's movies. Which opening weekend were you more surprised by? Beauty and the Beast with its $176 million, That was crazy. Or the fact that Deadpool made, what was it, like $130, 140 I was very surprised about that, but now I was super surprised about that. Cause I was about to say Beauty and the Beast, but Deadpool shocked me because, it, of course, it was rated R. Yeah. It was low budget. It was a struggle to get made. 
Not everybody knows that, Paul. Yeah, it came out in February on yeah, Valentine's Yeah, in February. Day. But it did. Those numbers, Beauty and the Beast, I knew it was going to be huge. But those numbers were startling. Yeah, those I don't are... know. I can't really. I'm going to go with Deadpool, but it can go either way. It's tough because Beauty and the Beast made them more money. But when you look at, like, Cinderella and the Jungle Book, those didn't make anywhere near as much as Beauty and the Beast did. And I personally wouldn't say that the property of Beauty and the Beast is much more popular. I didn't think that Emma Watson being in there would put the movie over the top like that, if it even did. Then you got Deadpool, a movie that took a bajillion years to make. There was reports saying that it might make about $70 million, mm-hmm. something along those lines. Almost doubled that, if not. And it was, it was like one of the first, not first, but it, it basically started this trend of rated R movies. And the fact that it was rated R was such a thing. That's why it struggled to get made. Almost was PG-13. Then they stuck with rated R. And the fact that it was still able to put up PG-13 type of numbers in this day and age when people forget that back in the day all the action movies big time action movies were basically rented on and still uh-huh. making a bunch of money and that was back when ticket prices were a lot cheaper than they are now so it's still tough though I'm gonna have to go with uh, uh, I'll have to go with Deadpool I'll go with Deadpool just cause even though that Beauty and the Beast number is astronomical in Damn, my terms. crazy. <laughs> but there's probably some people out there who saw it coming. But Deadpool, just the fact that it took so long to get made and it was seen as a liability. And the fact that it made all that money. I will say what's going for Deadpool is it probably had one of the best promotion camp promotional campaigns that I've ever seen. Yeah. I wouldn't say the same thing for Beauty and the Beast. They just put it up. Yeah. Almost. Basically. So... If we're speaking of that, I'll say I'm more surprised by Beauty and the Beast. But ultimately, I think Beauty and the Beast is still like a family-friendly g- girl movie. Yeah. Deadpool is for 20-year-plus-year-old male geeks. <laughs> so I would say I would more shocked that they would go to the movies since there's not as much. So I'm going to go with Deadpool. All right, and I got one more topic. <sighs> the Justice League trailer. Yeah, I was trying to keep away from that (laughs) So we watched it together when it dropped on the phone I had to watch it again on the phone Mm -hmm. And I'm like, maybe this is a movie that just cannot be watched on a small screen It has to be watched on a bigger screen (laughs) So I watched it on the TV I read about it I will say, when you watch it on the phone It comes off as a jumbled, dark mess Mm -hmm. when you watch it on the tv it still comes off as (laughs) there's a lot going on so many quick shots of cgi too much but everything's it's clearer on tv but it still doesn't scream as something i'm i need to see in a good way yeah what were your thoughts when you first saw it just doesn't it's just for one, yeah, the CGI was too much. It was could barely see anybody. <laughs> That's crazy in it its own. It's very dark. Uh, I already don't like the concept, and that's sad. 
<laughs> to not it's a Justice League movie. I don't like the concept. Now, but, from what they, sh- from what I was reading, because you know those nerds out there, they can really, uh, they, they can watch a two minute trailer. See, they can see ten Easter eggs. Yeah. <laughs> they can see a whole plot of a movie uh-huh. play out. What I was basically reading, what they took from it is that trailer only kind of shows like one, not one scene, but like one part of the movie, and that's the Battle of Apocalypse Tower. Because like at the end, when Aquaman. Jumps into those parademons while he's standing on the Batmobile. In the distance, there's a big tower, uh, okay. and they're saying that's Apocalypse Tower. And they're saying a lot of that stuff takes place with them being in the tunnel <coughs> leading up to it. Or I think, wait, is a tunnel between uh, maybe a tunnel between Metropolis and is it Gotham? Oh no, there's a lot of it, a lot of the trailer took place in the tunnel. And took place while they were going to this tower yeah. to battle. Only thing I don't like is, well, not the only thing, but <laughs> the fact that they're already battling these this big bad aliens and demons and all that. And then when they go back to their respective franchises, who's Batman gonna battle? Joker, yeah. Deathstroke. That's not a big deal when you battle Steppenwolf. When the comic is a human, Ooh, and then this world. is a monster. I don't like that too much. And then Aquaman, he's going to go back under the sea and battle what? Flounder and Sebastian and all of them. So, <laughs> then Wonder Woman's going to go away and fight her little lady battles. Uh, I think that's the problem with movies where you throw the team up so early into the mix. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, there's really no one else they can battle unless it's a freak. Because if they're going to team up to battle a human, doesn't make sense because yeah. they would destroy them easily. That's why it shouldn't have been first. Yeah, so when you get, like, Superman, he battled General Zod, which was basically that a makes, clone of his. Yeah, I, I don't, that makes sense. Then you have, then they jump the gun, and I they mean, make was, Batman versus Superman. With Doomsday in it. <laughs> yeah, where they... You already put yourself in a corner. <laughs> where Superman battles Batman, loses brutally... Then they battle Doomsday, so they jump straight to the alien after the human battle wasn't successful. Too much already. They could have went with Batman battling Deathstroke, Wonder Woman battling Ares, Flash battling... Reverse Flash Yeah, there you go. Which they kind of spoiled in the trailer, showing the dad in jail. So maybe (laughs) that's what we're going to get in the sequel. And Cyborg battling, I don't know, his teammates. <laughs> I don't uh, know who he is. And I'm assuming Green Lantern battling Some space stuff. Green Lantern Some stuff. Astro. <laughs> yeah. But so. now it's not going to make sense after this movie and they go back and fight their little battles. Yeah. I don't want to see little tiny battles. Yeah, unless they're like prequels. They'll probably be the better movie because... Oh, they'll be better movies, but... The stakes is not high. Like, the Marvel Universe, they've been had Thanos. Yeah. DC, if they had the same thing, Thanos would have been in Batman vs. Superman. But Marvel spread it across, what, 12,000 movies. Yeah, 15 movies. Because Iron Man battled his twin first. Yep. Then he battled some dude with some light-up whips. Yep. And then he battled some aliens. But it wasn't like he battled, he didn't battle like a big alien. He battled Loki who was controlling yeah. some little aliens. But they were basically battling themselves 
to overcome their little team function or whatever. Yep. Captain America, Red Skull. Yep. Then he battled his friend. Yep. Then, you know, and that was afterwards. Then the third one, he battled his friend again. And then... That all makes smooth. It fits. All it fits. Thor battled his brother. Yep. And a big old thing that spit fire. (laughs) (laughs) Then he battled an unknown of... Or not unknown. An unmemorable elf villain. Mm Mm-hmm. Which was cool. They're basically like their same power sets in a way. It just makes more sense. But with DC, Batman per se, got or like the people like the Joker and all those people, they can probably they match up with him more. Yes. Cause they're humans as well. But when you see that he done went through this thing where he done battled this alien or he sat on the sidelines while Wonder Woman battled this alien yeah. <laughs> or this creation and then he's teaming up with these people seeing him going back and fighting these popular villains again it just it doesn't really it doesn't make it doesn't he wouldn't be afraid not one bit he'd be confident he'd be overconfident (laughs) i survived dark seed i can take on a little death stroke the only way they're saving grace is if they do doomsday again and then they could do because do who was Batman's most dastardly villain? Because it would have been the Joker, but now he's wanna, fought aliens. I don't want to see the Joker. Now if it's Jared Leto, I don't. I mean, yeah, Deathstroke. I mean, I wouldn't want to see it anyways, but Deathstroke will probably give him like fighting wise. That'll probably be sweet. Everybody will be waiting for Hush. But technically, or not technically, but things are getting a little shaky. Because last time they spoke to Joe Magnello. Yeah, even his spirits yeah. are down. He's like, I don't need, if they do the movie, I think I'll be there. That is. He probably feels a little sad. <laughs> That's very discouraging to the fans. It makes me think they jumped the gun on the fact or announcing him. He Every, didn't get his money yet. Yeah, he probably didn't sign a contract, but they was over there putting him in suits. They really did. He didn't get his deposit. Yeah, he's over there like, huh? <laughs> he probably like, yo, I can't build my schedule around y'all's ever yeah, pushbacks. Yeah, he's probably waiting. You know he probably has other movie offers or TV or what may have you. Yeah, he's putting everything to the side so he can get in Deathstroke shape. And then if it gets too, if they're taking too long, he's going to accept another. I'm sure other franchises want him for something. Yeah. Marvel would be like, oh, that would be petty. They'd be like. <laughs> Who we got? We got, uh, we got who some we movies. Got, who we got? <laughs> Want to join this Black Panther cast? Yeah, you can play a uh, white man in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but yeah. Also, with the trailer I was reading, um, they kept comparing how the Flash moved to CW Flash. Of course, I don't know because I don't watch the CW, so none of that meant anything to me. The CW are improving with their fight scenes, so I gotta give them credit. That's good. Again, it's still the CW, so it got a little bit of... But I heard the musical episode got good reviews. Okay. If my dad didn't hate it, yeah, I, would I mean, have, just fire. I would assume that would have been trash. Uh-huh. So that was fire. Especially because the dude who plays Flash, from Glee. The guy mm-hmm. who plays Supergirl, from Glee. The person who played the villain on that episode was from Glee. Y'all getting a little too much Glee going on. <laughs> Well, calm it down. Next thing, you're going to be casting Lee Michelle as somebody. Nah. <laughs> but, um, 
Right, so Corey Monteith can play somebody. I don't even know who that is. Is he black? He's not alive. Mm. All right. Oh yeah, her <laughs> boyfriend. R I. And then you got the pedophile who had the mohawk. Pedophile with the mohawk. That dude that played Corey Monteith's friend. He was yeah, like the rush. tough guy. Only thing I remember is whatever the man woman's name is on that show. Yeah, the dude that played the tough guy with the mohawk. Then he got a caught with some charges outside of the show, where he did a little diddly diddly on some <laughs> some youngins. Yeah, that seems about right after you do Glee. Uh, and also, him and Corey Monteith were both thirty, playing high schoolers. Hey. And the dude that played the teacher on the show was around the same age as both of them playing his students. That's how I felt about him before I fall. Their teacher. Had to be the same age yeah. or younger than them, <laughs> but um. So the Flash was the Flash. They was they was making pointers about how um how he's like the happiest person in the world. Like there's a scene where they show all of them and he's just grinning at Wonder Woman. So that was something. Cyborg, they're saying might be the heart of the story because the Parademons might come steal the mother box from his dad, which puts his dad in harm's way, which lends leads him to actually deciding to team up with the Justice League and help save his dad or something. Uh, Aquaman, big tough guy, basically can do whatever he wants, whether he's in water or out of it. Batman over here cracking jokes. Very Wonder Woman doing Wonder Woman stuff. And Zack Snyder, really Zack Snyder in this movie up with his darkish tint. Just it didn't have... It didn't have that one scene that made you go, okay, that that scene about to be sweet, or this is about to be sweet, or this is about to be sweet. It just looked like a bunch of just a jolted mess. I'm just glad they didn't. I'm glad, and I'm weird at the same time, because when you have a Justice League movie, it is very hard to promote it without Superman in it, (laughs) and it be successful. Yeah, they're working hard. They messed up by killing Superman off in the second one. So they're, they're bringing the surprise of him coming back. The movie doesn't come out in November. So I'm glad they didn't spoil what we already know in March. But this is where, again, the structure that y'all went with, <laughs> everything just messed up. Y'all could have killed Superman in Justice League. And then. And Doomsday could have been the villain or something if they're going to be weird about it. Yeah, because Steppenwolf. I didn't even know who that was until they announced him as the villain. Uh-huh. And then him in that little deleted scene in Batman vs. Okay. Superman looked atrocious. He looks crazy. He better not look anything like that in this movie. Yeah. I'm also glad they didn't spoil him in the flick. So, I mean, this was more of a teaser trailer. The other thing they showed us was just something to get you, you know... You know, wet the whistles a little bit. This I, is the teaser. I don't want to see anything about it again till summer. Hopefully, that's what they do in the summer, August. Yeah, give me a trailer in August because I'll be. I can. I'm fine with living off of Guardians of the Galaxy coming out in May. But I'm sure we'll get three more of these yeah, Justice League trailers. Unfortunately, and still, we still got to get the Star Wars trailer, which apparently is supposed to come next month at the celebration. Oh uh, yeah. So that'll probably be a slight little teaser. DC needs to hire J.J. Abrams or the people who did Deadpool 
to market this movie. <laughs> they have marketed them all wrong. Man of Steel, I guess, was fine. But Batman vs. Superman was all wrong. Suicide Squad was all wrong in the sense <laughs> that they tricked you. They showed you a bunch of scenes that weren't there. That's crazy. And it's looking like they're not off to the best to start with Justice League. So, let's just pray James Wan makes the very first DC movie where we can all say, that was great. And let it be Aquaman. (laughs) So we can all be surprised. I read um, why they took the kiss out in Power Rangers. Because they felt it was stupid. To put it simple, the director said, nobody liked it. He then said, why put it in the trailer? He said in the previews, it was unanimous that nobody liked it. <laughs> okay. I don't know what the... Was the kiss very odd? Did they yeah. do some weird... It just looks like a kiss to me on the, the trailer. Right. But there's no other way to show that Kimberly and Jason got a little relationship. Yeah, do they like each on. other? They're just I would, friends. Yeah, I wouldn't know from... Even though they, in that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie that we watched a little bit of and it looked Oof. terrible. If I'm not mistaken, I think they said they did the same thing. Like, are y'all together or not? Except for, it wasn't with Jason in that movie because Jason had fell off by then. It was with Tommy. <laughs> I wonder Maybe you'll be a... They're going to do a love trial. Oh, they're going to definitely do that. Lord Jesus. Is Jason going to fall? Nah, I'm sure they ain't going to set it up like that. They wouldn't have set him up as the leader if they just going to give it to the Green Ranger. Yeah, they'll probably battle it out. Nope, I take it back. Love Rectangle. It's going to be the next movie. Trini, Kimberly, yep. Jason, Tommy. Trini likes Kimberly. That's how I Kimberly likes Tommy. Jason likes Kimberly. Tommy likes Jason. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to end up just being... It's just going to end up being... Trini and Jason fighting for Kimberly. <laughs> Tommy is going to be a gay white dude. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Because that's, that's different. <laughs> no, no, no. Sometimes they'll make you happy. Sometimes they'll make you cry. No, no, no. Not me. But <laughs> well, that's a, I'm throwing my hat in the ring with that idea, but that'll be interesting. Or they can get type of like a Ruby Rose type of person. That all the way a girl. Mm, could be a little guyish. She's she seems young, but compared to them, she uh, would look fifty. I want them to find somebody <laughs> like her. Not Ruby Rose. She would look old. <laughs> she look their parents. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what direction they're gonna go, but it's gonna be interesting. We'll see how this plays out. But you got any other things you wanna touch on before we move to this punishment segment? Well, I think that's it. Alright, so do you have anybody that's jumping out at you that's that needs to get that punishment for this week? Nah, it could have been somebody from Power Rangers if it would have been worse. Lootie, Lottie, 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 Love. It would definitely have been Zach. He struggled, but other than that, I don't have anybody. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I'll let you choose. I, Zach could be a nomination. I'm nominating 
your boy, who was recently just the name of one of our previous episodes, Brett Ratner, who decided to start up a beef with Rotten Tomatoes this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. When he said that it is destroying the movie industry. <laughs> now, I'm going to read a quote of his, if I can find it, without it being too difficult. I want it where y'all just put it where the text looks different than the paragraph. Is that too much to ask? Okay, these people are mad. I'm going to find it. Just give me one second. I'll sing while you're looking for it. <laughs> Hey, uh, yeah, check the move. Watch this. So my confessions, just when I thought I said all I can say, my chick on the side. She got one on the way. Ain't alone when I don't know what to do. I guess I gotta keep part of my confessions. Just when I'm telling, man, I gotta tell it all. Cry when I got that phone call. I don't know. All right, Nate, talk to him. I'm ready. For what I was doing to try to sing the words. Let's keep it going, ladies and gentlemen. I was singing this to Winston the other day. That sounds a little hot. Uh. In this video, he had to fit it on, <laughs> and it was turned sideways. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Yeah. Just gotta let it burn. It's been a while for me to say this. It's coming from my heart. It's been a long time coming. We have been better apart. I really want to work this out. But I think it's gonna change. I do, you don't think it's best we go our separate ways. And I want to stay in this relationship with a person, baby. I ain't got you, baby. But this one will be the only thing I'm gonna be doing. I think I should let it burn. Saying nobody wants you, you know, gotta let it go. This dude made a classic album. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Talk to him Supermodel. Fresh out of L magazine. Woo! Had a little Usher jam session. That's what you call Usher in a loop. Dang. All right, now let's, let's put a downer on this uplifting moment. 
Let's talk about Brett. So I got the quote here. He said, the worst thing today, or the worst thing that we have in today's movie culture is Rotten Tomatoes, uh. who's a sponsor of the show. So we're <laughs> a little biased. But he said, I think it's the destruction of our business. I have such respect and admiration for film criticism. When I was growing up, film criticism was a real art. There was intellect that went into it. You would read Pauline Kale or Kill reviews or some others that doesn't exist anymore. Now it's about a number, a compound number of how many positives versus negatives. Now it's about what's your Rotten Tomato score? And that's sad because the Rotten Tomato score was so low on Batman versus Superman, I think it put a cloud over a movie that was incredibly successful. He also went on to say, at Rotten Tomatoes, nope, that was somebody else. So that was, (laughs) let me, I'll still read the statement. That shows you how when you don't read everything. But he's Rotten Tomatoes issued a statement in response saying, At Rotten Tomatoes, we completely agree that film criticism is valuable and important, and we're making it easier than ever than it has ever been for fans to access potentially hundreds of professional reviews for a given film or TV show in one place. The tomato score, which is the percentage of positive reviews published by professional critics, has become a useful decision-making tool for fans, but we believe it's just a starting point for them to begin discussing, debating, and sharing their own opinions. Now... We can all have our own opinions about stuff. That's fine. But when you bring up Batman versus Superman <laughs> as your movie of defense, uh, that's when things get a little shaky. Never mind the fact that I don't think he necessarily understands what Rotten Tomatoes does. Yes, you don't have like the what's that uh what's those that famous duo. Cisco and Ebert. Yeah, you don't have those anymore. Or Ebert and Robert. Ro- Roger Ebert and something Robert. One of those. I don't know. Robert sounds like a news person, though. Yeah. Oh, it don't matter. I know one of them's dead. But, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we don't have those type of people anymore. But that's because it's easy for anybody to write a review. I write reviews. Or I used to. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody can get on their computer, make their own little blog, throw it out there. So it's hard for you to get notoriety for something when it comes to an opinion piece. We have transitioned to the fact that, all right, instead of us just having a scroll through all these thousands of reviews, somebody gave us something where the still the more credible people, all their reviews are put into a nice little sector and measured positive versus negative and a percentage comes out of it. In this world, we all try to do stuff that's easier. So I think Rotten Tomatoes is genius. I always go to Rotten Tomatoes. Sometimes I shouldn't. Maybe I should wait to after the movie. <laughs> Sometimes I go in and see the score. I'm like, oh, this movie about to be trash. And then it hinders how I feel about the movie. Or I go in, see, dang, this movie got a good score. And sometimes I might force my mind to think the movie's positive <laughs> unless I just really don't see it. But all in all, I think it was a great idea. But Brett Ratner, he felt his way about it, but he messed up when he brought up Batman versus Superman as his example. He said yeah. the score of Batman versus Superman, which is like 20-something percent, 
is what hindered a successful film <laughs> and clouded people's judgment. No. Even if we didn't see the low score, we would have went in with super high, <laughs> super high, like pre-judgment, thinking this movie's about to be sweet. We would have been let down <laughs> massively, way more than we were before because I was super hyped about the movie. Saw the percentage. I was like, oh, crap. This movie's about to suck. <laughs> Saw the movie. I was like, I mean, I like it, but boy, it's a disappointing. So I can see where it got its percentage from. It is the quality of the movie. The score doesn't really matter when something <laughs> as disappointing as Batman vs. Superman is going to be seen by everybody. And let's look at some of uh, Brett Ratner films to see why he might have this opinion on Rotten Tomatoes. First movie he directed, Money Talks, 16%. <laughs> Second movie he directed, Rush Hour, 60%. His next movie he directed, The Family Man, 53 Next movie, Rush Hour 2, 52 Red Dragon, 69. After the Sunset, 18. X-Men The Last Stand, which people don't like him for, 58%. Rush Hour 3, 18%. <laughs> New York I Love You, which he directed a part of and acted in, 36%. Tower Heist, 67%. Movie 43, which he directed a piece of, 4%. Hercules, 60%. And yeah, technically he's still working on Beverly Hills Cop 4. So, Who would have thought we would read Brett Ratner's filmography more than once on this? Yeah, nuts. <laughs> I just had to give you the percentage to show that these movies aren't all bad, yeah. but they're not skyrocketing high. And he really hasn't seen massive success since X-Men Last Stand and Rush Hour 3. So maybe he feels a certain way about his movies not always being beloved. And maybe he feels that's affecting his almighty dollar. But if you're going to build a case for something, do not use Batman versus Superman as your <laughs> example when you're trying to build up that movie in a positive way because it is not going to work in your favor. So, Brett Ratner, go sit in the corner, sir. You are on punishment for not only bashing Rotten Tomatoes, but in your bashing of it using Batman versus Superman as an example, sir. That's not where you start out. This is a new punishment song. It's taking a little longer than I thought. I don't know what this is, but it sounds awful. <laughs> Let's go. Is this Lonely Island? Nope. <laughs> what is this? I don't know. It's called Punishment by <laughs> by Raji Hoon. Or if you want to look closely, those little hieroglyphics. <laughs> that is some Asian boy band. <laughs> Yes. Nice little Asian blend. 
Yeah, so, yep, Brett Ratner, you know, punish for sir. Go sit in the corner and just worry about making better movies. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the Rotten Tomatoes school game. We got three movies to resolve from um, from some previous movies that we predicted on. So let me bring those up. Uh, let's see. Alright, so we have we need to resolve chips, Power Rangers, and Life. Now I'm going to go to Ron Tomatoes right now. Cause I will say, I've been looking at the scores. And this thing was about to be a one sided victory for somebody. <laughs> so I'm gonna go now. So first we'll do chips. You guessed. 26%. Myself, guess a nice 13%. Right, right now on Rotten Tomatoes, Chips is sitting at a 18%. Dang. It was sitting at a 20 just yesterday. <laughs> so if it was sitting at a 20, you had the victory. But thank the Lord Dang. Jesus, that thing was dropping. Nearly smack dab in the middle. By the day. So that gives me the victory for that one. But we move to Power Rangers. You guessed 45. I went with 36. Almost right on the nose. Mm. At 44%, <laughs> you guessed more correctly. So you were 1% off. Yeah, that's crazy. I think kept building up. <laughs> I was doing good because it was at a nice, nice 40-something percent, mm-hmm. like 40%. I was like, oh, it has to drop. More who people see loving, this movie. Who were loving it. Yeah, I was a little thrown off by that. So you get the W for that. And then in another depressing turn of events, we have life. You gave it, or I gave it 78%. You gave it 63%. A movie that started in the 70s, slowly trickled down <laughs> to 66%, which you. means you were 3% off, so <clears throat> you were the closest. That was, I was so <laughs> close to losing all three of those if it wasn't for good old chips uh-huh. to come in and not make the beating so bad. So that moves the grand total of me having five and you having five. So we're tied right now. I ain't had to make a comeback. And we will resolve Ghost in the Shell next week. But for this week, I got a movie I know we're both dying to see. Going in style. If you're not familiar <laughs> with what this movie is, it's an old person comedy. Morgan, I can't believe you're still here. Freeman, is it Michael Caine? Yep. And some other fellow who I'm... Alan bl- Arkin. There you go. Now, what what score are you going to give this movie? All right, so it's directed by Zach Braff. Who... <laughs> 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 uh, Did his movie do good? Garden State was well reviewed. Then I think he did some other movie about like space or something. Yeah, no clue what that was. I'm going with 35. Okay. That is right around where my head is leaning, but I just looked up the score for 
Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another movie that Morgan Freeman was in that... It's about the same. <laughs> yeah, it starred a bunch of old people. That was that had a 46%. Okay. So I'm going to say that this movie is going to do worse. And I'm going to give it... Let me put it right smack dab at... 40... One percent, because clearly I've been shooting a little too low or too high on these movies. <laughs> so what looks like complete trash, I think some of our older critic community, which is a majority uh-huh. of them, might find something to like just based off the actors. So in a close race, I'm gonna go at forty-one percent, but I do not feel confident uh-huh. in that at all. So, all right, to sum it up, going in style, you gave 35. 35%, and I'm going to go with 41%. Okay. So, we'll see in a couple weeks which one of us is correct on that film. All right. Now, let's move on to the Blu-ray segment. What Blu-rays dropped this past week or dropping this week? Or- we got... Uh, oops. I'm looking at upcoming movies. I'm like, this movie ain't out on. <laughs> like, Boss Baby coming out on Blu-ray? We got, speaking of, we got Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, tough. Because I didn't love the movie. Um, this is a tough one. I'll go at high. Might. Rent. Cause I thought it was cool, but I was disappointed in it. Ezra Miller, like he was autistic, <laughs> and oh had God. a bowl haircut and never looked up from the ground. <laughs> Eddie Redmayne also looked like he was Eddie Redmayne with the shoulder length. It looked like he had some uh, motion disability. <laughs> who also didn't look up from the ground. So on a, I'll go on the highest of scale of might rent. Alright, did you see a monster cause? Nope. Uh, why him? Uh, since it's a comedy, I'll go with the lowest <laughs> scale of might rent. But don't get it twisted, I don't honestly plan on ever watching this movie again. Yeah. Alright, next we got... Alright, lastly, we have Patriot's Day. Patriot's Day, great film. I'll put on except as a gift, but I wouldn't be shocked if, you know, push came to shove and I done bought a whole bunch of other movies and it came down to Patriot's Day next on my list, me buying it. But since I've seen the movie twice already, it kind of pushes it down to would accept as a gift. Okay, and that's it for this week. All right. Well, this has been another episode of... Another two-hour episode. That's a shock by <laughs> ourselves. What we said at 2.02? Uh, two minutes. Uh, two, two hours and two minutes? Ooh, yeah, two hours, I mean. I don't know why I keep saying two minutes. Okay. Well, well this has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast. Uh, make sure you check out you know, us on iTunes, Leo B. Gyllenhaal. Yep, and if you just type in Leo B, we finally come up for Okay, big time. We slowly moving up in the world. Just want to, you know, 
disclaimer. All views and um, opinions said on this podcast are ninety ninety nine percent jokes. So and and I for real for I don't even say anything. Anywho, Franklin Turtle Shell Taco Mexican Antonio Banderas Puss in Boots Shrek Donkey of the day. Charlemagne God Me <laughs> You <laughs> Oh it's your boy See you caught yourself I would have said Soldier boy Barf That was atrocious I don't like to remember stuff like that mm. <laughs> Anywho Franklin It is your boy Shell Donkey of the day, Charlemagne, God, me, <laughs> you. I'm not going to that soldier boy route. Soldier so boy, <laughs> it's your boy. Watch me crank and watch me roll. Watch me crank that Superman. Uh, watch me crank that soldier boy. That Superman. Now I mean you, soldier boy. Yeah, it's your boy, Lil Archibald, aka Young Denzel, aka Nady Irving, aka O'Shea Bratz in the third. Shout out to O'Shea Jackson Jr. Finally got him another role in Godzilla, King of Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who it else? Was I like, is? dang, they already took the other two for King Kong. Yeah, they bought the duo straight out of Compton. That would Monster be Universe merge. <laughs> that would be outrageous. Because I kind of just spoiled it. But they can come together uh-huh. in, the, in the King Kong versus... That would be funny. What's it called? <laughs> Get the band back together. But, um, yep, currently sit second in the East because they decided to lose so many games. Oh, man. The Celtics, the Celtics uh-huh. have a better... Re- this Celtics is a pitiful way. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, we got LeBron, Kyrie, Kevin Kyle Love. Corver. Everything started falling apart when we traded for Kyle Corbin. That's what I'm saying. They're just struggling to work the offense around him. That's a problem. Because LeBron's used to playing, being the main superstar on the team. Sorry, the big boy Kyle Corbin came in town and he's demanding the minutes, the (laughs) ball to come to him in crunch time. It's mostly about him. Anywho, it's your boy, Nady Irving. Uh, who else I is? Nate Yuan, Belly Rowland, Robert Bowman Jr., Fresh J. Nate. Why? Because I always keep the fresh pair of J's on my feet. J's on my feet. Shout out yeah. to Nelly. Me. Where he had that song, uh, Don't Step on My J's or something. Don't Step on My J's. Uh, and as always, you already know who it is. It's your boy, Rolly Man. Tick, tick, not. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Tick, tick, not. Because my Rolex don't tickety tick. Okay, it's Joaquin Penny's worth, a.k.a. Pusher K, a.k.a. Kayanya, Fix My Life, Van Zant, Kai Glizzy, a.k.a. Terry Hightower, a.k.a. Chevy K, a.k.a. Chorus Kojo, a.k.a. Kayanya Taylor-Joy, Station Wagon K, Slide King, because I stay with some... Some flops you on my stay feet. slight in dudes DMs. Got I it. don't know what that means. Anyways, Chatwick Flossman and uh I mean we jammed out to Usher earlier, but every now and then there's some other uh 
chocolate colored R&B singers. Other? <laughs> you would consider Usher chocolate covered? I you mean, got a weird <laughs> You got a you, weird way you be judging you, fellas. You, first you, you tell me you little guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know all of us. First you try to say Tay Diggs was cookies and creams. You didn't let me <laughs> finish. Tay Diggs. Who is Cook- Ty Diggs? <laughs> Ty Diggs. He might be cookies and cream. Ty Diggs is the cookie. <laughs> and one of them boys you like. Nah. Like, who's like a, a Caucasian actor that's on the same level as a Ty Diggs? Uh, okay, so Ty Diggs is the cookie. Scott Speakman is the cream. <laughs> Dang. And as far as chocolate, you're thinking dark chocolate. Me, I'm a. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. I don't like where this is going. Along, <laughs> forget it. I don't even feel like saying it anymore. Yeah, don't worry. Damage has already been done. Nah, along the lines of milk chocolate. <laughs> milk chocolate, which you don't know that because you used to dark chocolate. You cacao powder. <laughs> Oh gosh Anyways I saw him He on some weird Nah you dance with Josh guys Anywho Nah <laughs> You moved the girl out the way To nah, dance with Josh guys Nah that's all you Nah Anywho Who who out here Being the The terrible fellas that uh, they are Ludi Whatever his yeah. name is <laughs> <laughs> He surely tried to jump on that list But other than that You got Nat Wolf who sucks you got Miles Teller who sucks. You got Theo James that sucks. You have Alex Rowe that sucks. Mm-hmm. You have Jai Courtney that sucks. Mm-hmm. And if that's all of the others, we have the king the man, baby himself. And I'm not talking Birdman. I'm we're talking, talking baby like face. We're talking. <laughs> we're talking the DJ slash hot topic model slash. Actor, if you want to consider what he does Debatable. acting, <laughs> slash model, of course, Ansel El and Solo Heinz <laughs> <Time to> Ward. <laughs> All right, before this episode turns to three hours, yeah, we don't need no three hour episodes. <laughs> Let us end this off with the yeah.